BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Trigger warning. The following episode contains descriptions of graphic violence and adult language. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm Danielle. I'm Max. And each Wednesday, we crack open a bottle of wine and dive into some thrills, chills, and spills. This is Innocent Till Tipsy. Do you want to talk about some wine? Yeah. Okay. So, well, before we get into that, you had said like a couple of episodes ago, you wanted to do like an episode on like our, maybe our favorite wines and like tie in. So this is my, this is my favorite wine. Like as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, we can definitely do a true crime episode on this bottle of wine. Um, have you had um, Snoop Dogg's 19 Crimes at Clearly all? Clearly not, because I didn't know how to get into the bottle. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're like, is this a screw top? I was so offended. I was like, my favorite bottle of wine. You think it's a screw top? <laughs> it's not because it's you. It's because I was like challenged to get into the bottle. It was like having a hard time this morning um but this is so cute so he has they're all different but i think we have the same one today. what do you have which one do you have i have this one hold on i'm i'm disgusting um i think when we were when we were originally going to do this long distance um i think i still have a cork up here from it oh no it's the same one that's annoying but yeah he's got like four different corks so you it's don't so cool really know which snoop dog you're gonna like pull out of the, the bottle i know <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny that we have the same cork this morning. So matching. I love it. <laughs> and these are so fun. Does his talk? It does. But you know what's crazy? So this is 19 Crimes. And I don't know if any of you guys know 19 Crimes, but you can download an app where you get the story of why the guys are on the bottle, what they went to jail for and everything else. But Snoops only does like, cheers. Ugh. And he's been to jail. (laughs) (laughs) Like this Snoop. Come on. I know. Like, why aren't you like, he doesn't talk about like, well, I I shouldn't say he doesn't. He does. But like, it's like pop culture. We've kind of forgotten where Snoop Dogg came from, which is so funny. It's very cool. I, you, well, so if if you're not familiar, you can download the app. All the bottles talk. They're all Australian criminals, I think. Right. Actually. Yeah. Mm. Except for Snoop. (laughs) (laughs) So. Oh, I'm so excited to try your favorite wine. Yeah. All right. The back, it says something about, like, I found this interesting. It says, like, 19 Crimes tells a story, true stories of rule breakers who beat the odds, overcame adversity, and went on to become folk heroes in their stories or in their society. And I definitely say that that, like, sums up even what we're going to talk about today when it comes to Snoop Dogg. Yes, for sure. Let me get my all right. Pour it up, aerator in here. <laughs> I know I had to uh, get my own aerator. <laughs> it changes everything. It, it's life changing. It is life changing. Wine changing. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, these are so fun. And in case you guys don't know, we keep all our corks, so we'll have double of Snoop. Double Snoop. <laughs> <laughs> My literal, if you go to, so downstairs um, in my kitchen, I have like a cork, um, like a little keeper, right? Mm -hmm. You can tell my favorite bottles of wine because it's just all Snoop Dogg in there. It's a party. 
<laughs> That's how you know there's four different ones. You're like, yeah, I just rotate through. And it's right. a good blend too, just to let everyone know what kind of what we're drinking today. But yeah. Yeah. It just says red wine. So that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Right, hey, cheers. Rosé too, but it wasn't. A rosé? Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Oh, that's really good. It is really good. It's like, and it's affordable too. I think it's like $12. It's anywhere between 12 to 14, depending on where you buy it. Um, Target. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, except for, I will say sometimes it's hard to find because his sells out. Like when I've mm-hmm. seen it at Target, I'm like, whoop, last bottle because, uh, well, I guess I haven't tried it. So I haven't bought it, but I've seen it and I wanted it. And that's how I knew they had it. So I knew, I think this came out in 2019 and I knew that it was coming out because I love Snoop Dogg. So <laughs> I do. So I was so excited when I saw he was partnering and then I love wine. So I was like, excellent. I, I'm going to go buy this bottle of wine. And I looked everywhere for it and I didn't find it until we were, I feel like we were still in quarantine at that point in time. Like it took that long for it to come to Florida, I feel. Mm. And um, and I don't know if his shipment was stalled and everything else with like the coronavirus. Um, but I, when I saw it, I didn't know if I'd ever see it again. I was in Whole Foods. <laughs> I put like six bottles <laughs> in the cart because I was like, maybe it's limited edition. Like, I don't know. Right. Like, yeah. So I was like stocked up, but now you can almost get it everywhere except when it gets sold out, which it is quite popular. It's really good. Yeah, it's actually really, really, really good. Compa- uh, like, okay, so 19 crimes because of the price point is it like you don't I don't know. I just expected like a 15, 20 dollar bottle of wine. But I think like um, I like that it's not overly bold. Like this yeah. is like you could drink the whole bottle yourself. Yeah. Good thing yes. we're not splitting today <laughs> <laughs> because it just goes down really easy. It yeah. does. Yeah. Oh, I like it. I like yeah. I love your favorite bottle. Oh, thank and it's you. so fun. It is cool. Fun. It's fun. Yeah. So let me get my notes up here because today we're going to be talking about Snoop D-O-double-G. <laughs> I love it. Be a funner, funner episode, I guess. I don't know. Yes. Um, I feel like he's like completely successfully rebranded himself from what he was in the 90s. He is now a cultural yes. icon. Like you, I don't I know. I feel like he's playing the Super Bowl soon. Is he really? fact checked because yeah because i remember thinking like um he's been like he's ageless he's timeless he like, he's been around forever yeah <laughs> i'm yeah. so sorry i do want to check that fact you because i really it. think like he's that big <laughs> even this year yeah oh yeah well there's an entire like, new generation that's following him just because of his like friendship with martha stewart and everything else and his I mean, he's like our pot daddy. Yes, like, oh, that's right, Martha Stewart. Um, yeah, he's in the Super Bowl. That's awesome, up. Mm-hmm. exciting. Oh, and that's just like a few weeks away. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's like less than a month. So, he's Louise, awesome, exciting. Although now I don't know when we're releasing this. Might be like that week. We'll see. Super Bowl week. That's when <laughs> we should release it. Yes. Um, I feel like though a lot of people don't know about Snoop Dogg's past. Actually, like when I was buying this bottle of wine, I was in Publix, and the it was a younger girl. I'd say probably Generation Z. She was ringing me through. She obviously knew who Snoop Dogg was, um, and she was like, "Oh, I didn't know he had a wine." And I said, "It's kind of funny because he has a criminal background," and she was like, "Are you, you like?" She was totally blown away by this, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, he like actually was facing a life sentence at 21 years old for murder, right?" No, she was like totally shook that Snoop Dogg, because I mean, he is literally 
I wouldn't say like a fatherly figure, but like he doesn't, he has more of a wholesome image now. Well, he's calmed down. Yeah. 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 Um, and I don't know about all of this. So I'm so excited for today's episode yeah. too. So I didn't know everything that had to do with it. And there's a little bit of stuff that's like kind of sketchy in it. Um, and I'm really glad. I honestly think, um, I hope this isn't like, I don't want this to be like tasteless at all, but I really think the reason that Snoop Dogg is alive today is because this happened. Um, okay. It was just, he was really embroiled with like all of the gang. I mean, I, I mean, he was running mm-hmm. with Tupac mm-hmm. for every, you know, so it's, I, I really think this like changed his life around like this instance. Um, so on my TikTok, when I bring up a celebrity like this, a lot of times people are like, oh, you're trying to cancel them or cancel. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just talking about like their past. So I'm definitely not trying to cancel Snoop Dogg at all (laughs) right now. I'm just, and he's very open and honest about his past too. If you look at any of his interviews, he's very upfront. So I'm in no way trying to cancel Snoop Dogg at all. Um, he's the king of reinvention. He's never shied away from the media ownership of his crimes. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to have a a little chat about it so oh i love it yeah and sip on some snoop wine sip on, his, sip on his wine so the long short of it in case somehow someone listening doesn't know who snoop dog is so snoop dog was born and please his middle name gets me tongue-tied every time i try to say it i'm terrible at pronunciation if you're on my tiktok you are aware every tiktok i mispronounce something so bear with me here calvin Kodozar Broadus Jr., born October 20th, 1971 in Long Beach, California. 71. So how old is he? <laughs> Don't ask me to math. Sorry, I always ask these mathy questions. <laughs> you do. You're like, how many Break out your calculator. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. They were how long was his sentence? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how old is he? Um, 50 years old. 50. 50. I know. Keeping it real at 50. I love it. Because I said he's like timeless and ageless. I had no idea. You could have told me that he was like 40, 30 still. Like, I know he's not. Oh, yeah. Obviously, he was like, yeah, yeah, but but, yeah, he seems like the same age he was then. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He was actually named for his stepfather after his father abandoned the family, which I thought was very interesting. Oh, I wonder what his born name was then if he was named after his stepfather. Well, I think because his dad, I'm pretty sure his dad left before he was named, but I might be wrong. Let us know in the comments if if I've got that wrong. Um, But yeah, he was named for his stepdad. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Very cool. And his mother actually gave him the nickname Snoopy because <laughs> he watched the Charlie Brown cartoons so much. She said he was starting to look like Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> so he started singing and playing the piano at Golgotha Trinity Baptist Church. And by sixth grade, he was rapping. Um, he said he knew he had something special when, according to him, um, crowds would congregate around him in high school. And it was to the point that the principals and the, um, the teachers would think that there was a fight happening in the hallway <laughs> and would see that it was Calvin rapping. So everyone Can you imagine like, now you're like, I went to a private Snoop concert when I was in high school <laughs> every day. We used to go just listen to him rap. Just hang out with Calvin. Crazy. That's a nuts. Mm-hmm. And um, in his teen years, though, he started to get into trouble. So he was arrested a handful of time on times on drug charges and ended up spending six months in jail in 1990 for possession of cocaine. Hmm. By this time, he had known ties to gangs, rumored to be a member of the Roland 20s Crips, and he's denied this. Um, where did he grow up at? 
Long Beach. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was involved in the crowd uh, or in the um, gang um, world mm-hmm. over in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to sound extremely white, like all during this. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> to That's okay. Snoop hangs out with Martha Stewart. It's, yeah, it's, it's like it, it's acceptable. <laughs> um, so he claimed in interviews that he had aspirations to be a pimp ever since he was extremely young. And in a 2013 interview with the Rolling Stone, um, he claimed that he was one in 2003. So kind of recently. Yeah. So um, this is a quote from that article. He said, I put an organization together. I did a Playboy tour and I had a bus follow me with 10 bitches on it. I could fire a bitch, fuck a bitch and get a new hoe. It was my program. City to city, titty to titty, hotel room to hotel room, (laughs) athlete to athlete, entertainer to entertainer. If I'm in a city where the Denver Broncos or the Nuggets play, I get a couple of they players to hang out. Pick and choose whichever one um, you like comes with a number. A lot of athletes bought pussy from me. I am just dying laughing hearing you say this. <laughs> city to city. city to- <laughs> it's not funny, but it is. It's funny because it's you saying it. City to- <laughs> While you're sipping on your wine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Unlike okay. Those- I just want to. That is like a pimp, though. Yeah. Well, get this. Unlike most pimps, Snoop says that he let his women keep the money. I'd act like I'd take the money from a bitch, but I'd let her have it. He says it was never about the money. It was about the fascination of being a pimp. As a kid, I dreamed of being a pimp. I dreamed of having cars and clothes and bitches to match. And I said, fuck it. I'm finna do it. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's really strange and wild i mean what an upbringing that that's your aspiration and then you like already have all this money and you're like yeah i'm gonna try being a pimp yeah i'm gonna gonna let them keep the money because i'm not in it for the money i'm in it for the pimping and he's a high class pimp too he's bringing all this pussy allegedly because he's never city to city these charges but yeah allegedly according to him and what's crazy is during this time remember he's actually been with his high school sweetheart shantae yeah 20 years now so he's been with her forever was she like on she's driving the bus she's like it's cool we're going city to city (laughs) Titty to titty. <laughs> Shantae's got it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. He has credited Shantae with like so much in his life. I feel like they have. Oh my God. She's put up with so much She's or been through so much. So much. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so. In 1990, we're going back in time now from 2003. In 1990, he started recording underground tapes with his cousin Nate Dog and Warren G. And they formed the group 213, which was the Long Beach area code at the time. Uh-huh. So I remember I- those times, mixtapes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Walkman. <laughs> Trying to like slide it to people too. Like mm-hmm. that's just like hear about nowadays. But yeah, he did. They were actually at a house party and they managed to slip one of these tapes to Dr. Dre. Oh my gosh, this yeah. is it's so crazy to think these guys are just hanging out together. Yeah, it's you crazy know to think that this was how we got started was like just passing a mixtape and that Dr. Dre was like, Yeah, I want to meet with this like quieter rapper because he does have a very unique style of rapping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and that's how his career got started with the infamous Death Row Records. So he would next appear on Dr. Dre's album, The Chronic, which was released in 1992 and sold over two million copies. What was crazy to me about this, so get it, Snoop Dogg hasn't even, like, 
he's not even started yet. He's not even on his debut album, but he's already on his way of becoming a household name under his name of Snoop Doggy Dog at that point in time. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Doggy Dog. That just makes me think Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> okay, like 90s. Yes, this is like, way this is, I love this. Yeah. Um, it's so crazy, though, to think that like he, this is how he got famous was being featured on an album like that's that's kind of oh yeah not like his own album right um credited with his sudden rise to superstardom because he had a unique style of rap Mm -hmm. different from most artists at the time like i was just saying it was soft almost lyrical with the way he would deliver uh yeah yeah it's like poetry it is like yeah like and it's beat. crazy to think that high school students would like gather around him, like to listen to oh, po- <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so I wonder what his original, like his original stuff was. You know what I mean? Before mm-hmm. he's produced, that's so crazy. Yeah, I wonder if you can find like a- underground tapes from the two and three. Like, I wonder I if that's something you can like listen to now. Some Internet can. Obviously. Yep, yeah. they're like, there's a link. <laughs> I was looking more into the crimes, <laughs> and I was a child then. <laughs> yes. Um, so by the time that he was up for murder, even though his debut album wasn't even out yet, he'd already gained like so much popularity. People knew his name. Mm -hmm. So not much is known for sure about what happened on the evening of August 25th, 1993, except that after a heated exchange, Philip Waldemarium had been shot and left for dead in the street. Snoop and his bodyguard fled the scene. It would be agreed upon later that Philip had been shot by Snoop's bodyguard, McKinley Lee, from the passenger window of a Jeep that Snoop was driving. Hmm. Snoop Dogg later turned himself in, but this was only after he appeared at the VMAs and actually snuck out the back so he wouldn't be arrested there. And keep oh, in yeah. Mind, Philip was shot on August 25th, and he wouldn't turn himself in until September 2nd, 1993. So, so a month later. Uh, Wait. No, like just a few days. Oh, okay. 25th to like the math. Yeah, math. We're having a hard time this morning. Um, But it is kind of strange. Now, I did watch an interview with McKinley Lee. Mm -hmm. And he said that their lawyer had actually advised them to wait on things. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I'm going to get into who their lawyer was a little bit later. But I do wonder... Everything has to do with money. This is my conspiracy theorist brain. Snoop's career is just taking off. He is in the gangster rapper scene, Death mm-hmm. Row Records. Mm-hmm. Was it better for him to perform at the VMAs? Like, would your lawyer be like, go do your performance? Yeah, of course. And after, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It, it's going to make like, like I read an article where it was like, if you thought Snoop was big before this, like, just wait. Yeah. 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 Did did we know at the time when he was performing at the VMAs that he was like a suspect? Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. Sure so they were like this criminally like mm-hmm. guy is performing like how hard he is. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of the persona. Yeah. I think so. Unfortunately for Philip. So mm-hmm. for as famous as Snoop Dogg was at the time and is now, I could find little on this man that may have been trying to kill him. We'll get into the motives and, and everything afterwards. Um, what I do know is from the articles that I could find that were written by the LA times at the, at the time, like this was, these were published at the time. Cause there's not a lot on him even now. I, honestly, yeah. I don't think Snoop really talks about this murder like at all or self-defense. Um, mm-hmm. So Philip Waldemarian was just 20 years old when he died. 
He and his family were immigrants from Ethiopia. And at five years old, he was diagnosed with diabetes. And members of his family would say that till the day he died, he was actually quite sickly. Hmm. Now, Snoop Dogg's defense would claim that this wasn't murder at all. It was an act of self-defense. That Snoop and McKinley had uh, had a couple of run-ins with Philip, who was also known as Little Smooth. Um, was he a rapper, too? He wasn't a rapper. He was a part of the gang scene. Oh, okay. Long Beach. Yeah. And we'll get into that. And then that's, it's almost alleged. Um, his family kind of fights that, but I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said in the last run in that little smooth Philip had pulled a gun. And then that was why what happened happened. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be the only ones to say this either. There was another witness that was with actually Philip at the time, Dutchman Lee Joseph, who would claim that he saw Philip open his shirt and display a 380 handgun. Mm-hmm. In return and to protect Snoop, McKinley said he had hit Snoop in the gut to knock him down, like in his driver's seat, to get him out of the way of fire. And Yeesh. then he fired on Philip and they just fled. They said they drew they drove off not knowing if Philip was alive, dead. They didn't know what the outcome was at all. They were just trying sure. to out of jo- That was yeah. their story. Um, and they claimed immediately that they spoke with their lawyer, only turning themselves in after the VMAs at the lawyer's direction. Do you know who Snoop Dogg's lawyer was? Who I know. Who's his lawyer? Johnny Cochran. No way. Yes way. <laughs> oh my gosh. All these people running into each other. That's insane. Isn't that fucking wild? So Johnny Cochran, who if you don't know, I don't know how you don't know who Johnny Cochran <laughs> is, but he won the OJ Simpson case <sighs> for OJ Simpson. Like yes. he's a renowned lawyer. The glove fits. If the glove does not fit, then you yeah. must quit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I when I read that, I was like, <gasps> Oh my God. Oh my God. So And that would be pre OJ? Yes. So now yeah. OJ. But I think that because he's he, renowned. I mean oh, he's, he's renowned. Yeah. yeah. But um it, this trial, of course, would go on for a couple of years because that's just how the court system works. Yep. Yep. And so I think like because I think OJ happened in ninety six, it kind of like bled into that a little bit. Mm. He yeah. was busy those days. Sheesh. He's, he's getting paid. You got Snoop and OJ on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, 1995. Sorry, I did write it down. 1995 was the OJ Simpson trial. So yeah, this bled in a little bit. Um, so the media would attest um, to these defense claims to this day. That's kind of how it's known. Like this murder happened was it was self-defense was that, you know, it was almost like a, a gang mm-hmm. battle, like a turf war, you know, the mm-hmm. end of bloodshed after Snoop's bodyguard protected him. So, the prosecution, they would claim that this wasn't self-defense at what all. What was Snoop's charge if the um, bodyguard was the uh, one that admitted to shooting? Thank you. I'm sorry. I should have I should have mentioned this earlier. So, they're both being charged for first-degree murder because he fled the scene with his bodyguard. That was, like, their reasoning. And he was driving the car. Because he's the driver? He's the driver of, yes, of McKinley. Mm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. they were both charged with almost, like, I think the same thing, first-degree murder. Because I know he was... First degree for like he was supposed to go to jail for life if he was sure because he was involved. involved. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So oh, the- I like how you um changed to your fancy glass today. I just noticed that. Thanks for your I favorite wine. Halloween <laughs> last week. And now at this, what's your what's your glass today? Oh, I have like rainbow. It's very pretty. Yeah, I noticed that earlier, and I meant to ask you. Um, yeah, and I'm trying to change my horror. I saw that yesterday. We had the like creep, creep, people dead. Yeah, yes. I've got creep show. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. Okay, so um, the prosecution 
they would claim that this wasn't self-defense at all. It was just a turf war between gangs and just like straight up cold-blooded murder, right? After an argument outside of Snoop Dogg's apartment, they would allege that Snoop and McKinley had followed and harassed Waldemarium across town. And when Waldemarium approached McKinley Lee and, and Snoop Dogg's car, they would say that he didn't display his weapon, even though they claimed he did have a weapon on him. So they knew he was packing, but they said mm-hmm. he didn't show it to them. So they wouldn't have known. Do you know what I mean? Who said that? Who um, testified to that? This was a witness, and I didn't write down his name, um, but the witness who he was on Philip's side. So we've now got two witnesses. Yeah that we're dealing with Philip that are saying opposite things. One of them says right. he displayed the gun and that's for the defense. Right. And yeah. then now for the prosecution, this other guy is saying like, no, he didn't show his gun. He did have a gun on him, but he didn't mm-hmm. show it to him. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I was like clarifying. Cause I was like, they're both with Philip and they're saying opposite things. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Um, this witness would claim that the passenger McKinley had shot Philip several times um, from the car before speeding off. Was Philip like approaching the car? He's not like in another car or something. He's just like out. Yeah. In so the car. Both stories say that he approached the car. One of the stories say he approached and showed his gun. And the other story says that these, that Snoop and McKinley were harassing like mm-hmm. him. And so that's why he was like, what the fuck guys, you know, like mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. up. Right. And to be fair, I had read somewhere that um, Snoop had like just moved into this area so that's why they thought it was like a gang war it was like he just moved into this new apartment mm. like near this area and they knew he was with the rolling 20s and they didn't want anything to do with him. They wanted him out. So Got that's it. like the supposed mo- motive mm-hmm. of why this whole disagreement happened. Um, the weapon that Philip had, his friends would say that they they hid it for him. So the, these weapons were like never never found yeah um, meanwhile the waldemarian family was shocked by this trial and still to this day feel like their son's name was completely railroaded in the media and everything else they remember yeah, yeah it's really rough so they remember their son not as a gangbanger at all but as someone who loved to play basketball who had an illness that at times would immobilize him for three days as he suffered with headaches and with seizures what illness did they say yeah, diabetes. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The motto in the Waldemarium house was if you don't have an education, you have nothing. And Philip had actually planned on returning to school soon. That's what's really hard about a lot of trials. Like, once these victims, families, like even defendants, like when we we're talking about um, Ryan Ferguson and Dreamcatcher, like, or sorry, Dreamkiller, not Dreamcatcher. Um, everything gets twisted into the narrative of trial and you forget like what the actual person may have been like, or the victim may have been like. And then you think too, Snoop's got Johnny Cochran on his team. Yeah. He's Johnny a great Cochran orator, is, great storyteller. Yes. Yeah. He's going to railroad him. Yeah. Anything he yeah. can find, he's going to pull it into court. Mm-hmm. Um, in the wake of Philip's death, his sister, Sophia, she's 22 years old at the time. She actually um, drops out temporarily from UCLA where she was studying. And their other brother, Jonas, um, he actually returned home to help, like, at home. Um, mm, okay. So it, just, like, it uprooted their family, right? Yeah. And according to an article written by the LA Times, this is what their father says, the boy the lawyers are painting is not a member of our family. They are say- saying something entirely different from the nature of Philip's character, that is not the Philip that we know. And Sophia added, I feel violated all the time by trying to justify what Philip was and what he was not. We're not saying that Philip was an angel. He had problems, but who doesn't have problems? Mm-hmm. 
However, according to court reports, their son had been in trouble with police as early as 1989 when he was attacked by a police dog. That's like the first time, you know, he was kind of had an official run in with the law. Mm hmm. Behavioral problems had landed him in two foster homes at one point in his life, and he was sent to juvenile hall after several run-ins with the law. Was given a year of probation in 1992 for possession of a loaded weapon. And according to medical records, this was not the first time that Philip had actually been shot. He'd oh. been shot previously and actually in the same park that he would later be killed in. Isn't that like That's so horrifying. Scary? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like terrifying to think that you'd be shot like, oh and then survive it and then get shot again. It's almost like foreshadowing, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's so crazy. Um, still, Walter Miriam's family, of course, they held on to their belief that their son was the victim in this. And I'm quoting this LA Times article again. His father says he didn't live two lives because of his seizures and health condition. We were the ones to take care of his bedroom, his closet, to sometimes even change his clothes. Where in the world could Philip have had a gun? I never saw anything with my own eyes, not even a knife. So that would be so hard to try and defend your loved ones in the media and also know that, of course, nobody knows everything about someone else. Of course. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But you want to think that you know what you know about a person is like the real them. Yeah. 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 It's sad because I feel like I. I it would just be so hard to just watch that. Like I think about my own brother and I just like, I would, I would be going crazy, you know, um, watching them. Yeah, Cause you could drag out any like detail about someone else's lives, like, and like make it into something else. Sure. And I wanted to mention what so Sophie said um, to Sophia said, um, I can tell, I can't tell you what this has done to my parents and family. Nothing can bring Philip back, which is why we have decided to take up a lawsuit and fight back. So I'm pretty sure they did a wrongful death lawsuit. I'm not sure Mm. if they want it or not. Um, She said, we haven't had time to mourn. That's how caught up we've been in all this. Philip, the victim, doesn't have a voice. Also stating to the LA Times that they knew about the previous shooting incident that we mentioned that happened in that park before, right? But they Mm -hmm. said that Philip was a hero in that situation, trying to prevent another man from shooting a gun and then getting himself shot in the process. Huh. That police record and Snoop Dogg's high-profile attorney had twisted things. Yeah, that's totally different than, like, getting shot before, like, oh, you've been in trouble. Or you were, like, defending someone and you took, like, their bullet, basically. Or, like, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It is. So, police records, however, would claim that Philip was a member of the By Yourself Hustlers gang with the nickname Little Smooth to match. He had only been out of jail a couple months before his death. So this was like a super hard one for me because I definitely wanted to mention how hard Philip's family fought. And it took me a mm-hmm. long time to find anything on them. And it was just the LA Times that I could huh. see that had reported. Although this was 93, so I don't know what's been uploaded, what hasn't been uploaded to the internet, you know. <laughs> Did the internet exist in 93? Exactly. <laughs> so, but it's hard because like, I honestly, like I feel for them. I feel for them, especially you think Johnny Cochran's on his team. Like that really put things into mm-hmm. perspective for me. He was going to win the case. Like in my mind, I'm like, okay, he's going to fucking win. So yeah. like I, it's hard it's hard and it's like i don't in my mind i feel like they didn't know everything their son was up to or their brother was up to and 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 even that it doesn't mean that someone should die at all it doesn't justify the crime no not at all but and 
it does make you wonder like whether this was self-defense or not. And I just kind of wanted to slide it in there because not enough is known about Philip. And this was kind of all I could find on him was what his family had fought to say in, in the media. And it, it kind of sucks that they were railroaded so hard because meanwhile, while all this is going on, Snoop's debut album, Doggy Style, was released November 23rd, 1993. So just a couple of months after this. And it's mm. still murder was the case. It sold over 5.1 oh. million copies. That's, that's like over. That would be so horrifying as the family. Mm-hmm. It would be. And he's like making money. Like I, uh, it's like his, he's making money activity. off his, his image. Yeah. Yes. It cemented his sales. Right. So it's just like, that's hard. That's gotta be hard to watch. And I mean, it's not like it's not Snoop's story either, because if it is self-defense and that's what like, it's just, it's hard. This is a hard case. It really yeah. is. And I guess like, obviously when that was a hit, we were young. So I didn't know that. Like what we, we were like, Oh, it's like <laughs> mixtapes. You know? yeah. Um, yeah. So oh. I know. So this spanned not only into a music video for murder was a case, but a film centered around his murder trial. So he, he really did profit off of this. Yeah. What's the film's name? It's murder was the case. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I watched the whole thing. It's very oh. interesting. It doesn't really um, portray the actual murder. Um, the and then what was interesting to me was both the movie and it's you can find it for free on YouTube if you guys want to like look it up. Um, if you watch his music video, there's a part where he's talking to Satan um, and everything else, and a lot of people like you, Satanic Panic is alive and well today. It's that's crazy to me. A lot of people mm-hmm. saying this is Snoop. They, no one's mentioning his fucking actual like murder trial. No one, because that's why I went to the comments to see. I was like, do people? No, no one's talking about that. What they're talking about is this is Snoop admitting that he sold his soul to Satan. Oh my god! <laughs> no, like YouTube's a crazy like, place too. I was like, I, and I tell you, I get comments all the time on my TikTok talking about like even with the Travis Scott or was is that Travis Scott that just had that horrible concert? over mm-hmm. in Houston where people mm-hmm. died. Yeah. yeah Astroworld. Like, yes. Yeah. Astroworld. Yeah. They're like, he was trying to sell people salts. No, this was like, no, that's not like, it's wild to me. Facts people. Let's I just stick swear, with the facts. I swear there's an uprising in satanic panic. I want to do an episode on satanic panic. Cause Oh yes. Because so, it's so insane. It's and so it's so insane. Yeah. Uh, and I just can't believe that young people, even nowadays, I'm like, you still think that people are selling their s- whatever. <laughs> um wait so i just want to make sure i understand this like the crime scene correctly so yes. philip approaches the car does or does not flash his gun whatever mm-hmm. he has it on him and snoop and him maybe like get into an argument or so, like how does shooting start so they had been having arguments all day they had a couple of run-ins already that's set across the board now whether mm-hmm. snoop was mm-hmm. following him or not is up for debate with the prosecution and everything right yeah. Um, but they'd had a couple run-ins and I guess the last time that he approached the car, that's where I think I do believe Snoop's side of the story that the gun was flashed because I don't think the shooting would have necessarily began unless one of them showed their weapon. Do you know what I mean? So maybe McKinley, do you know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. that's when the shooting began was when supposedly a weapon was flashed, but that depends on whether you believe the prosecution or the defense in this case. I see. That's why I was like, why did shooting start? Okay, so mm-hmm. that's so, what they say was the... That's what McKinley says is the reason because he saw the gun 
And so he was just trying to get Snoop out of there, he said. So, and he didn't even know if he'd killed him or not. He says his interview, we're going to link it down in the description. He did like an interview recently. And that was interesting to me. He's very, to me, of course, I feel like I'm biased. Um, but to me, he seemed very respectful to the victim's families. He seemed very remorseful that any of this happened. I think it's, this was a real, as horrible as it is to say, life-changing moment for both Snoop Dogg and McKinley Lee. Like, I think I, I just, I don't know. There's to me, it feels like there's like a lot of victims in this case. Like, do you know what I mean? Like secondary victims. Well, because like, I wish you could be an actual like fly on the wall to hear your own truth. Not like the, what just comes out at trial, Johnny Cochran version of like defense and prosecution. And then that's Um, what made me second guess things was I was like, Oh, Johnny Cochran's your lawyer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, he does a damn good job. So OJ is still out today. <laughs> Writing books, people. And, Come on. Yeah, and we yeah. What what was his book called? If I if I did it. I think that's what oh, it's geez. called. It's like you did do it. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Um oh. at the next- Well, and now he's like so mainstream. Snoop is just like I know. Handing out coronas and like <laughs> making wine and yeah, with Martha Stewart. I think this is one of the reasons he's so mainstream. Like, I honestly think he can, not that he, obviously he was very talented. So I don't think his career is based solely on this, but I think this really, like for him to have sold 5.1 million copies from Doggy Style, like that's crazy. Not to mention, this is such a side note. Um, I found out in researching this case, this is something I didn't know. Um, Doggy Style was also made into a porno um no with him like he, ah! he this like he's not in it um he like <laughs> this porno i'm not even joking and it has no <laughs> yeah the music background while they're yeah no oh i don't even i'm not asking any questions no <laughs> it's crazy but anyways so um okay in 1994 at the VMAs, so this is still during the trial. I can't believe he got away with all of this during his trial, a murder trial. Snoop would sing, murder was the case, arriving in a casket. Ah. At the end of the song, he would say several times, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. Oh, my God. That's that's wild. I didn't know this. Like, I didn't... Uh, well, obviously, we were much younger, so I'm sure mm-hmm. I probably didn't watch the VMAs. And oh, yeah. yeah, like had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, in 1993, I was like three years old. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, so this is like, I wanted to add this in. This is another quote from the LA Times article. But this is while the family is trying to pick up the pieces of their lives. Sophia says that they are angry that Snoop Doggy Dog is out there making millions of dollars off his gangsta music, cashing in off of the notoriety of this crime. Oh, it would be it would be horrifying as the family. It would, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Whether so, Snoop was innocent or guilty, it would be horrifying be because horrifying. your brother's gone and someone yeah. else is cashing in off of the death of your brother. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's hard. Yeah, it's just hard all the way around. Um, yeah. So on February 6, nineteen ninety six, Snoop was acquitted of murder along with his bodyguard McKinley Lee. The courts agreeing that this was self defense. So, um, yeah. After he was acquitted, Snoop said he no longer wanted to live in a gangsta lifestyle anymore as he felt his this behavior would either result in his assassination or prison term. Yeah, because he was running with Tupac. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, the next album he released, The Dog Father, would present less violence and more of a positive image. And this was definitely done intentionally. Mm-hmm. It was the last album that Snoop would release with Death Row Records. So he left after that. And he lost a huge fan base after this, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but I do personally believe this saved his life, like, to be honest. Um, yeah. Yeah, because, like, he he had the vision to see, like, it wasn't going to go anywhere positive for, no. him. Yep. for him. Yeah. Um, and this metamorphosis, I really think, drove into, like, this cultural icon that we have today. Um, Snoop has had ex- a lot of changes throughout his career. Um, he was Smooth Dog, Snoopzilla, Snoop Lion, if you remember that. Um, Snoop Lion? I yeah. missed that one. <laughs> when him and Miley Cyrus came out with this song um, called Ashtrays and Heartbreaks. I love that. It was like in 2011. I love that song. Oh my God. It was like... Uh, but he calls himself Snoop Lion in that? He did. Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah. he. But I'm like, Snoop Dog is the only thing that's really stuck. And I think nowadays we think of him as like a much more wholesome image, this smoked up pacifist rapper who likes to spend time with his fellow ex-convict Martha Stewart. Like, yes, I'm glad he turned things around. This was a hard case for me because I am biased. I'm a Snoop Dogg fan. It was hard to read everything. And I do think we need to bring attention to Philip Waldemarium. Everything I looked at in this anything this is hardly talked about anymore i i couldn't find a podcast that actively talked about the murder except for defunct land they did a, a, a podcast on it but it didn't talk about philip it didn't talk about who he was and i'm not shitting on their podcast at all they they do have a great podcast um i enjoyed listening to it but i just i really couldn't believe that you could find you can find endless amounts on snoop dogg and uh, obviously he's famous but nothing on philip like that yeah that's crazy to me. And I mean, whether or not he was a victim or not, his family are victims in this. And so that's, you know, difficult. And the courts did find they did acquit Snoop. So he is, you know, um, a free man. He this is in the past. You know, he didn't have to serve any time for it. But it's just um, I don't know. I think it's like worth discussing. Absolutely. Well, yeah, like a, a good hard look back, because like I said, I didn't know so much. I didn't know like most of that. So, yeah. And like where he came from too, like that was so wild to me. I was like a porno. I was like, there's like so much like, <laughs> and I wanted to put this in. Um, this is a quote from Snoop. And he said, I wouldn't be who I am without my past. I appreciate celebrating folks who have reinvented themselves along the way. I've been able to impact others, not just through my music, but through other important projects, like getting our youth off the streets and using my voice to create change, which is most important. I think he has. Yeah, I feel like he's not only metamorphosized in the public eye, but I really do think he has changed as the person he I mean, we all change God almost annually for me. But like, I feel. But he has a platform and he's using it for good, like for change. Yeah. 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 So that's that's a very, I feel like controversial, almost past of. Snoop well that's dog. like a big change that's why yeah. <laughs> he's going from like hard gangster image mm. to like creating change and using a voice for change so yeah yeah I, just, I really couldn't believe how little there was out there on it like I was just like right. it was hidden to me like I was literally I was almost done writing my script when I saw that his lawyer was Johnny Cochran and I was like what the fuck like <laughs> We gotta like go re-examine all the facts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's a darn good lawyer to have on your team. But yeah, I do feel like he's—I don't know—changed um, for the better, um, for sure. 
Um, wow. I'm excited to hear what our listeners think or what they find too. too. So me too. Yeah. Let us know if you knew this, if you like, maybe we're just like out of the loop here. And yeah, I do want to link um, to just on that last note from Snoop Dogg, um, brothers and sisters. Um, we've talked about them before. Why, why oh, big brothers, big sisters, big brothers, yeah. big sisters. Yeah. Um, I want to link them down below in case you want to do something for your own community, um, be a mentor to youth um, youths, <laughs> but seriously, like, um, it's just, it is amazing how someone can like change their life around. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's great. I know. Let's check it out. It's very interesting. I'm glad you suggested doing, um, an favorite on the wine. Yeah. Because I didn't know all of this about Snoop Dogg. I just, uh-huh. knew, you know, I mean, I think it was like around the Martha Stewart era, like, I don't know, 15 years ago that I, I got like, really, I was like, I love Snoop Dogg. That's so, so crazy. It's so funny. He's just timeless. Like I said, yeah. he doesn't age. Man doesn't age. What did right. you like his wine? I actually I love it. I look at how much I've loved. I have just really been good. sipping on my wine. Sipping <laughs> on gin and juice. Laid back. <laughs> but yeah. Um awesome. yeah, well, we can cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. And until next time. Subscribe, do all the things so you don't miss another episode. But let us know what you think of this one because I'm actually really interested. I'd love a discussion. But yeah, grab one. Yep. Yeah. Cheers. cheers. A Huda Media Production.